Good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. So good evening to you, beloved. Praying all is well. Today is June 6, 2022. Yes. And so I'm welcoming you to Speak Life. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved. I'm lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered. Lifting them up, lifting up their families, lifting up children. Worldwide, lifting up children. In the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up those that's walking in promise. Walking in the peace of God. Walking in the rest of God. Walking in gratefulness. Walking in promise. Walking in the blessings of God. In the name of Jesus. Walking in the presence of God. So Father, we come to you, Lord. We thank you. Lord, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, Lord, show yourself that we can see, illuminate yourself, that we can see you so clearly, Lord, and we follow your light along this path, Lord God, and your lamp that you've given to us. So your lamp to the path and the light to the feet or the light to the feet and the lamp to the path, well, you know. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for being God all by yourself, great and mighty, all-knowing, all-powerful, omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. And you, you, you're that all by yourself, alone. Thank you for being the only good, Lord God. Thank you for being the lifter of our head. Thank you for being our redeemer and our savior, our God, our Lord, our keeper, our preserver. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. Lord, bind up everything that would be in spirit and in flesh that would be contrary. That would be a block, a distraction, Lord God. That's already defeated. I thank you and I bless your holy name. I bless you. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you as Lord. I acknowledge you. Speak to me, through me, inform me. Let me decrease to nothing in this flesh. In Jesus' beautiful name I pray, amen. So good evening, good evening. Yeah, I was talking to the Lord, and I know he answers. God answers. Jesus said, and God answered. He answers. So what I came to talk about is, um, yeah, should have wrote it down. What is God preparing you for? What is God preparing you for? And what season is this? Due to fact, see, usually I have blog talk, so I can look over here and see what is written. But I don't have blog talk this evening because it's too late. So, uh, yeah, what is God preparing you for? What season is this? So, you know how things go. And you're just like, okay, why was that? What purpose was that? How does that connect to anything? Because God said it all works together for the good to those that love God, to those that are the call. 
So sometimes it's just like, okay, where do that piece fit? So I, I got a call right before coming on here about 30 minutes ago or so. And I was just sitting there because I was, I was about to go on. And due to the fact who it was, it was like, okay, yeah, you know, because we usually have very good conversation. But this conversation, it was very brief. It was just like, okay, where is this coming from? And all before, when I used to do Speak Life, I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't read anything before I come on to Speak Life. Uh, but now since I'm in the evening. Because something is just throw you off, kind of. You're like, okay, where did that come from? God uses everything. He uses, he uses, God is good. He is good. The one thing I can tell people is to stick with what God said. Stick with what he said. So if you're not really sure what God has said, get closer. Really talk and commune with him. Talk with him just like you would be talking to me or somebody else. Talk to him, commune. So you can know what you're being prepared for. So you can know. I mean, you may not know the whole picture, but at least get some nuggets from God. What are you being prepared for? What is happening in this season? Because there's some seasons that just it feel like a roller coaster. And then there's some seasons that's peaceful. And then there's some seasons filled with joy. What is this season? What is this season? What is he really saying? What is he saying? What is it? Because if you really pay attention to what's going on around you daily, if you can look back on the last month and just, you know, if you can just keep note of what's happening, if you just pay attention, how did the Lord speak to you last month? How did he speak to you last year? How, what was he saying? Has that come to pass? Or is that what he's preparing you for? Because there's many things that have been said. I'm expecting them because I know they have to come. I may not have seen it yet, but I know it has to come. It may not feel like it. Sometimes I may feel like I'm stuck somewhere. But I know it's something. I know. Yeah, I know. I know it's something. And I, and I have to stay with that. I have to stay with, I know the Lord said this. And I haven't seen it manifest. And I know that it doesn't feel good. And I know that I'm going through. But this is what he said. This is what he said. This is what he said to me. And I'm going to stick on what he said to me. Regardless of what it looked like. Mm -mm. I'm walking by faith. In this season... No matter what it look like, I am walking by faith because he said it to me. Yeah, It says he here in Isaiah, this is actually a prayer chapter. 
Isaiah 64, Oh, that you would rend or tear the heavens, that you would come, that you would come down, that the mountains might flow down at your presence. And when the melting fire turns, the fire causes the waters to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did terrible things, which we looked not for, you came down, the mountains flowed down at your presence. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eye seen, O God, beside you what you have prepared for him that waits for him. Uh, what you have prepared for him that waits for him. What is it that he has said? We gotta, you know, blessed is the man that wait patiently. Patiently now. <laughs> yeah, that get a little rough sometimes. But we have to know. Okay, this is the thing. I was thinking about this. And it came back to me. I was thinking about this. You know, if somebody came up to you, right, and they offered you a lot of money, they offered you a lot of money, million dollars or so, okay? Just throw that out there. But it was under conditions. You had to do certain things. You might have to wake up at 5 every morning, jump up and down. I don't know. It could be some ridiculous things. But you know this person has the money. It's not just somebody strange. I'll give you no. You know this person for however you knew they proved or you know they have the money. But they required you to do certain things. Every morning you have to wake up by this time. Every day you have to say something. You know, speak something. This specific thing or something. Every day you have to go to this specific place. And it may be for a period of time. Okay? But you have to do this thing. You have to do this thing. And then if you completed that period of time, you'll be offered that million dollars again, maybe next year. You know, maybe you have to do this. And every year they offered you this million dollars, right? How many people wouldn't do it? How many people wouldn't do it? There are those that won't do it. There, there are those that won't do it. There's, there's those that money is not... No, they don't live for money. But there's so many more. There's more that would that would than wouldn't. So the Lord comes and says, I'll give you life eternal. I'll give you joy. I'll give you peace. I'll give you love. I'll protect you. I'll protect you. I'll be with you. Lo, I am with you always. But this is what you need to do. You need to spend time with me. You need to accept my son. I mean, that speaker. You need to accept my son. This is what you need to do. Yeah. I want you to talk and commune with me. I want you to spend time with me. I want you to study and see what my mind and heart is saying to you. Now, this is life eternal. I'm going to bless you. You're going to be blessed coming in 
You're going to be blessed coming out. You're going to be the head not to tell. Yeah. Your, your body going to be blessed. Your basket going to be blessed. All these things. I bless you with peace that passes all understanding. I'll give you wisdom that belongs to me that created, I used to create the world and understanding that I founded everything on and I'm going to give you knowledge what I established. I think I said that the correct order. This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. You, you. you don't even have to worry about death because I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to bless you in ways that no man could bless you. Many of us don't. Don't do it. We don't even believe it. But someone can come and offer money. And we believe it. And we'll do it. No matter what it leads. Because it, it may lead you into something. It may lead you into... Uh, or... Uh, drive, not lead, but drive you into some things. May drive you into drugs or drive you into alcohol or just addictions and might drive you into paranoia and anxiety because you don't know how to handle that type of money. You've never had it before. So it may drive you into doing things that you wouldn't normally do. It may drive you into the company of people you've never been and you didn't know this is how they really live. But yet, you do it. Wake up that time of morning and do that thing, whatever, jumping on one foot or walking on your hands, whatever the case may be. You may have to eat something different. You know, people eat bugs and all kinds of stuff. Stuff, rodents, whatever. For money. For money, that's going to burn up. Some people don't realize it until they get the money that it don't solve the problem. It actually may create some other things. And yet God, the Lord says, spend time with me. Talk to me. Praise me. Worship me. But we don't. We worship that person with that money. And we worship that money. A creation, not the creator. And then when judgment come, you realize the money is vain. And all this time, God was preparing us for the kingdom, for eternal life. And we didn't make it in because we chose the money that's not eternal. Yeah. What is, what is he trying to prepare us for? One thing is to be with him for all eternity. But many of us don't want that. Every day we get a chance with God. Every day his mercies are new. His compassion is new. And every many of us throughout our day don't even acknowledge him at one time. Unless something is happening or you're saying it in a cursing way. But, or you're around somebody you think is a Christian, so you're going to use 
you know, God or Jesus. But in our daily life, may never even acknowledge him one time just to say thank you for this daily day. Thank you that somebody's prayer is covering me because if I'm not praying myself, somebody's prayer is covering me. But we live like we don't have no hope because many people don't. They don't have no hope. If your hope is in man or man-made things, you really don't have no hope. We could be driven to dead men, men on money, on paper. On paper. Many are driven by that. Never allowing themselves to be prepared for what's greater. Don't want it. Don't see no use in it. But yet scared to die. Why? If, if there's nothing after death, what's the point of being scared to die? What's the point of being scared to be sick if you don't need the healer? You don't need God. What's the point of being afraid? To be sick. To be alone. What's the point? What is he preparing us for? Many don't know. Many don't care. Don't. They don't care. Just living life. Shipwreck. Don't even know it. And don't even care. Because of the immediate pleasures. We don't look past today. Many cannot see afar off. Can't even see the, the time right now. Don't even know we're in the dark. Not preparing themselves to live again. Yet some people, you know, so even some people in the church thinking, uh, believe in reincarnation. We don't believe in reincarnation. We, re we believe in resurrection. Not reincarnated. I am not coming back as a butterfly. That is not good for me. Okay? No. I'm coming back looking like God, like Christ. I'm looking like Christ because Christ is God. So I'm coming back. I'm made in God's image. So that's who I'm, I'm no. My spirit and my soul looks like a jasper stone or a sapphire or a pearl. Maybe we got to go through. And sometimes it just don't make sense. But by and by, when we look back, we realize he was there all the time. Even when we didn't want him. He was there and is there. David said, if I make my bed in hell, he's with me. That's what he said. I'm going to go to these and then I'm going to be finishing. I intend to. I intend to.
I need to insert. I should be okay. I want him to. So one of the famous Psalms. Psalm thirty-nine. O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. You know my downsetting and my uprising. You understand my thought afar off. You can pass my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You have beset me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither or where shall I go from your spirit? Or whither shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall your hand lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness which hides not from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For you, Lord, have possessed my reins. You, Lord, have covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you. I, will, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and, your, and that my soul knows right well. My substance was not hid from you when I was made in secret and curiously worked in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect, and in your book all my members were written, which is in continuance with fashion, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are your thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you, Lord. Surely you, Lord, will slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, you bloody men. For they speak against you, Lord, wickedly. And your enemies take your name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate you? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against you? I hate them with a perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Okay, so I'm going to go. Let's see how they say it here. 1 Corinthians um, 2. Okay. Verse 1, 1 Corinthians 2. And, and I, brethren, when I came unto you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save or except Jesus Christ, the Lord, the word of God, and him um, crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. 
and my speak and my preaching was not with enticing words or man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of the world, nor of the princes of this world, that come to naught, which is nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in, in mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this uh, world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God have prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man, save the spirit of man, which is in him, even so the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. So when we get close enough to the Lord, we get to impart in the Holy Spirit because Jesus said he'll send the comforter. He'll send the spirit of truth. So when we really want to know truth, we have to go to God. Many times we don't want to know truth because we know then we're held accountable. It's something that probably going to have to change or we're going to have to do. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, and we, and we, and that we might know the things that are freely given to, given to us of God. He gives us everything. What is he preparing us for? He gives us even the instructions. We might not have the full picture, but he gives it to us. His divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So this, this season right here, what is this season preparing you for? What is it preparing you for? What have you come out of that's preparing you for your going into? It's preparing you. What is this season? Like, what is this season? Some seasons just like, oh. It's like, how can, how can all this be preparing me? Well, we got to sit still and hear what the Lord is saying. It's just like with uh, Elisha. God wasn't in all of that. He wasn't in that. But if we don't sit still, we won't be able to hear. No, we'll get distracted and, and, and all this other stuff by this other stuff. We'll be in the wrong place with it. God is... is is one place and we're in the wrong house and we're searching for Jesus. If we're searching for Jesus, it says, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. If we don't know him, how can we know this? How can we try the spirit? But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. This is what it's saying. But the natural man receives not, receives not 
the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither come he, neither can he know them. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things. We have to be paying attention to what God is saying and trying and, and preparing us. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For he have known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. We have to know. We have to get to know the Lord. and But we don't, many of us. And that's why we can't see afar off. So when we seek him, we'll know it's not a coincidence and it's not luck. Because there is no such thing as coincidence and luck. No, that's God. Can you see him? Can you see he's preparing you for something? Can you see God? I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the heart today. You have a very blessed evening. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. Peace.